This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by The Society with Tatum and Kavaya. The Society is an elite membership community for entrepreneurs who are looking to grow their faith and their business alongside a community of women who understand their journey. Our signature faith framework, which stands for fasting, acts of obedience, introspection, trusting God, and his word is the foundation and the backbone of the society. Within a society, you get daily devotionals sent straight to your inbox to enhance your study time. You get to interact with group members via our online forum. You get a live weekly prayer call with us, as well as bi-weekly sessions where we cover things from spiritual and personal development sessions and even business-based masterclasses that allow you to grow with your entrepreneurial goals. Try us out for free for two weeks and start your trial at blessedandbossedup.com community. You'll be able to see testimonials from other members. You'll be able to test us out, see past classes. You get access to every class that we've ever done over the last few years. So it's a no-risk opportunity to try us out. Go to blessedandbossedup.com slash community to start your free trial today. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. These episodes are an opportunity for us to give you bite-sized content in addition to our weekly full episodes that come out on Sundays. So make sure if you haven't that you rate the show, that you subscribe, and you also subscribe on YouTube uh, at Tatum to me. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can get the video bonus content as well. So for this episode, I just want to briefly talk about comparison and more importantly, how to beat comparison once and for all. Comparison is something that we all deal with, especially when you're in that season where you're waiting to see God's promises. I dealt with comparison heavy in multiple seasons of my life. First, I dealt with it when I was believing in God to be able to be a full-time entrepreneur. I would get so upset when I would see other people being able to leave their jobs and it wasn't my time yet. I idolized and envied this goal so much that anything that reminded me that I wasn't there yet was triggering. And I would compare myself and feel like that I was less than or doing something wrong because I hadn't been able to turn in that two weeks notice yet. 
I experienced it again when I started doing business God's way, especially when I had to shut my business down and wait for God to tell me what to do next. That's when it was probably the heaviest because I would see all of these people being able to travel, take these amazing vacations and uh, really being able to enjoy the fruit of the entrepreneurial lifestyle. And here I was having to pop all my nails off because I didn't have any money to, to be able to get them done, but I'm waiting on God. I was this entrepreneur. I had this podcast I was building, but was I really an entrepreneur? Because I had to shut down my business. So what is the business? I have a brand. Eventually had a book and a journal, but what is the business? And I, I, I dealt with the the frustration and the comparison that came with that. Even seeing people who were not doing business God's way be successful and more successful than me was frustrating because I'm like, well, God, they're not even doing things your way. I'm sitting here waiting for you and it don't look like if I'm looking at them and I'm looking at me, it looks like doing things the way that they're doing it is panning out a lot more than doing things your way. Even when it came to um, when I was believing in God for a child and I would see other the pregnancy announcements and I would see these beautiful baby bumps and these beautiful women glowing as they're growing their children. I dealt with comparison like, God, what is wrong with me? Why am not I not able to do this? And it, it's presented itself for me a lot. <laughs> and it's to be expected. And I think that's one of the things that we are to expect when it comes to this journey and especially doing things God's way, that whatever process that he has us in, there's going to be a wait involved. There's also always a time period between the promise and then you seeing that promise manifested in the natural. And so in that waiting season, a lot of times we deal with this heavy, heavy comparison. And the one thing I want to encourage you to do, first of all, is not to give up. Because even though I dealt with comparison that heavy, I always went back to that decision that I was going to do things God's way. And it's panned out for me. And not only has it panned out to where I'm seeing all of these promises that were once just words in my prayer journal, I'm seeing all of these promises and I'm able to enjoy them that much more because I know that I didn't compromise my faith, my values, or my commitment to God in order to receive them. And I know the testimony is that much bigger because I'm able to tell people how great God is and how faithful he is and what he will do for them. Because if he did it for me, then he can do it for you. And so it makes my testimony better. It makes the joy that I feel uh, being able to see the, the fruit better. And so I want to encourage any of you guys who are in that season and comparison is showing itself that I want to encourage you to just keep going. But like I said, I want to give you some very practical things that you can do to overcome comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I'm, I'm writing my book right now and I'm talking about joy in one of the sections. And when I look joy up, joy is biblically defined as the awareness of God's grace. And when you're doing things God's way and, and you're committing to his plan, even if you're in the waiting season, his grace is still with you. The fight, like I say all the time, is fixed in your favor. The promise is on its way. You may be waiting for it, but it's guaranteed to come because you've put your trust in the Lord. And so there's joy that you can have even as you're waiting. And you have to remind your emotions, your impatience, <laughs> that you're going to have it God's way. And you're going to keep your joy even when you're waiting to see it. So here are four things that I want you guys to do when comparison starts to present itself. Number one, unfollow anyone or anything that triggers doubt or triggers that comparison. 
I did this when becoming self-employed. Um, and after I became self-employed, when I decided to do business God's way and I had to shut everything down, I had to unfollow anybody who triggered that comparison in me, who triggered that doubt, who triggered those emotions that I didn't like, I had to unfollow. And it's as simple as going straight to, well, one, when I, when something would pop up that would trigger me, I would unfollow or mute. Thank, well, mute actually wasn't around back then, but we have that option now where you can just mute folks. So you don't see anything. And so I would um, unfollow people back then. And I got to the point where I went to my um, followers list and I was just hitting unfollow to anybody because at one point I was following people for inspiration, but that inspiration became triggering when I was dealing with comparison and that frustration of waiting to see God's promises happen. And so that what served, like I said, once his inspiration wasn't inspiring anymore. And so I had to, to take it away because it was pulling me to try to figure stuff out on my own. And that was pulling me away from the way God had me doing things in that season, which was being still. And so, um, yeah, I had to unfollow everybody. So that's what I want you to do. Shoot, if that means unfollowing me, I still love you. I understand. I want you to be able to keep your joy and to stay on track with what God has you doing more than I want a follower. So I love you. But if you got to bow out gracefully, that's okay. I understand. But do what it is that you have to do so that you stay the course. The second thing that I want you guys to do is to create a wind jar. And I did this when I was believing in God for to be self-employed. I was still working at my job. I actually printed out my resignation letter and I put it on the wall. I read it every day because it, it gave me that motivation to go into work with a good attitude because even though... Um, I hated the fact that I still had to work a nine to five. I was reminding myself every day that this wasn't going to be forever. And I was reminding myself what I was working towards. And so that's one thing that I did. But in addition to that, I created a wind jar. And so every time I did something right, I got a, uh, a good review when it came to my youth program, because around that time I had my youth program. Whenever a, a girl had a breakthrough moment, I would write it down. Whenever I just showed up in my business that day, big or small, this jar is your own personal hype man. So whenever you are feeling down, when you're comparing yourself and you need that confidence booster, you need to be able to go in there, take something out and remind yourself that you are that girl. Okay. Any day, every day, all day, no matter what's going on, you're still that girl and God still will show up for you. So create a wind jar, make this your mini hype man, write something, put it in there. Every little thing, nothing is too big, nothing is too small. You should celebrate everything because it's worth celebrating. Number three, I want you to journal two times a day. In the morning, write down what you're looking forward to that day because sometimes we can wake up, especially if you're in a season. Let's just take, for example, you're waiting to be able to be a full-time entrepreneur. Um, you can wake up and be like, ugh, another day at work. Ugh, another day to go to this place that I hate. Ugh, another day where I'm not waking up next to my husband. Ugh, another day where I'm not pregnant. Ugh, another day where I'm still not making the money I want to make in my business. Whatever that waiting that uh, <laughs> is for you. Um, I want you when you wake up to write down what you're looking forward to that day, because that's just going to put you in a positive mindset. That's going to bring your joy back. And there's always something to look forward to. Like if we've learned anything, I mean, what the pandemic has really taught me is how 
much gratitude that I need to have. Like every day, even as I'm believing in God for bigger things, I am so grateful and I have joy because you know what? I'm alive. I'm well. I'm breathing. We've been in a pandemic for a year. I was pregnant in a pandemic, gave birth in a pandemic, and raised my son to almost a year in May in a pandemic. None of us got sick. No one in my family has gotten sick. My child has been healthy. He's well taken care of. Like, there's so many things to be grateful for. I've gone to so many funerals in the last year. And I've lost loved ones, but God saw fit for me to see another day. He saw fit for me to have the activities in my limbs. He saw fit for me to be of sound mind and able body. Like there's so much to be grateful for. And so I want you to remind yourself of that. The Bible says, don't worry about anything, but instead lay your request to him and wait in thanksgiving. Praise is a weapon. Gratefulness is a weapon against these negative thoughts. So write down in the morning what you're looking for. Have your coffee, have your tea, have a warm glass of water, like some milk. If y'all drink that, like whatever it is that brings you some type of comfort. Um, Take that moment before you start your day, before you get into the hustle and bustle and just write down what you're looking forward to the most. And don't don't make this negative, y'all, to where it's like today I'm looking forward to putting in my two weeks. If that's not what you finna do. Don't don't play yourself like that. <laughs> Instead, right now, I'm looking forward to today being a great day, no matter what happens. Choose joy. And then in the evening, I want you to write down what you're grateful for before you go to bed. Go to sleep with a mindset of gratitude. I did this during that time where I shut down my business and I was waiting for God to tell me what to do next. I had to take things a day at a time. And that was really a heavy battlefield of the mind season for me because I was so frustrated. And that's when that scripture really was my life where the Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough trouble of its own. And so this is how I took things day by day. This is how I made sure that I kept my joy day by day. Sometimes I would go for a walk in the evening. And even honestly, after I had my baby, where I was dealing with like some postpartum PTSD because my birth experience is not the most joyful story to tell. And I'll tell it at some point, but I was dealing with some PTSD. And so I'm dealing with the hormonal imbalances of just having a child, the adjustment of of caring for this newborn, the sleep deprivation, the exhaustion, plus the PTSD of what I went through in order to give birth. And so during that time, I had to make a list. And this is something that this is a bonus, I guess, that you can do as well. I made a list of things that make me happy. And to for you to understand how simple that list is, being outside, getting fresh air makes me happy. Um, going to Target makes me happy. Okay. <laughs> Good food makes me happy. Seeing my friends and just talking about nothing makes me happy. Binge watching some shows makes me happy. Just laying around and doing nothing makes me happy. These were things that were on my list, snuggling up with my husband and playing with his beard makes me happy. So I wrote down a list and to be clear, nothing on this list was uh, materialistic at all. Another thing I wrote down was going for a drive made me happy. I love to go drive, put my windows down and like go get some and listen to like a podcast and go get some ice cream. That's my thing. 
And I did that all the time. My husband would know. He'd be like, all right, go to Cold Stone. And I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'll be back. And I would take the long way. I'd be playing some music or listening to a funny podcast. And those were the things that made me happy. Going to Target, smelling the candles, walking around, buying stuff I don't need, or not buying anything at Well, that's a lie, because I've never gone to Target and not bought anything at all. <laughs> So let me build that back. But just going in there and um, just walking around, looking at the cute home decor that came out or whatever, like those were things that made me happy. And so I had this list and I wrote it down. And whenever I just my emotions were getting too much, I would do something off that list. I started taking walks every morning around the neighborhood, like just whatever was on that list that I can do in that moment, I would do it. And so I suggest you do the same thing. Write a list of what makes you happy. And and whenever this comparison gets the best of you, pick something off that list and go do it. But journaling twice a day in the morning and in the evening will be uh, uh, really beneficial when you beat in this thing. And then the last thing, I want you guys to keep God's track record. I tell you this all the time. And if you actually click the link in the show notes, um, I have a link to a spreadsheet that we created. It's free. Just you know, enter your name, your email, you'll get the uh, spreadsheet sent directly to your inbox. But this spreadsheet is an opportunity for you to just write down your win. So the win jar is where you're writing down how much of a bad chick you are. But on this God's track record sheet, you're reminding yourself of how far how far he's brought you so that you can build the current faith up that you need in this season to make it to where he's taking you next. So again, the link to that is in the show notes. But these are the five, I started off as four, but these are actually the five things that you can do to finally beat comparison once and for all. Unfollow anyone or anything who's triggering doubt Create a wind jar and pull one out every day. Journal twice a day, a.m. and p.m. In the morning, write down what you're looking forward to that day. And in the evening, write down what you're grateful for for that day. Uh, um, number four was write down a list of things that make you happy. And so whenever these emotions show themselves, do something on that list. And lastly, keep a track record of the answered prayers that God has, has given you up until this point. That's it. For this bonus episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, make sure that you guys, again, subscribe. You rate the show. Follow us on social media at Blessed and Bossed Up. You can follow me at Tatum Tamia, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.